We are back in the basement for another episode of The Disconnect. I'm your host, Zach Hayes, and as always, Mr. Phil Hayes. What's up? How was your weekend, Phil? It was pretty good. Back it was to the bad. grind. Yeah. Um, I guess, yeah, my wife was actually out of town this weekend, so I had the kids, but... Uh, oh, both kids. Yeah, but mom was over there helping me. Grandma, she was over there, so it wasn't so bad. Coming through coming through in the clutch. Yeah, she, she did for sure. Last yeah. week, last week, I, I put, uh, maybe I put my foot in my mouth a little bit when I yeah. said I could, uh, I could do a blind taste test on the donuts and, and just call out whatever it was. Right. I, I know each, uh, mill individually and I could taste test those donuts and I would know exactly where it's from. Yeah. You kind of put out a challenge to me, like, let's try this out. Yeah. And well, we didn't do that. No, we didn't. We were going to bring We didn't, we were both too lazy to go get donuts. I just had, I've got a couple uh, donuts here from Sheena's cause I made my weekly trip up to their bakery yeah. and got that. But, uh, I don't know. It might prove to be harder than it actually is, but yeah, you on the other hand, can you eat donuts anymore? I cannot eat donuts anymore. You can't eat donuts no. anymore. Can you eat sandwiches the I way can't, you I can't eat any pizza. stuff anymore. No. Okay, so <laughs> break it down for me a little bit here. Cause you were you were constantly feeling just like worn. Yeah. Down. Yeah. At work, at home. Like, yeah. Are you are you oh, a little yeah. overworked? Yeah. Does the parenting thing get to be a lot? Of yeah. course. But this was different. It was and too you just, much. You just weren't feeling right for a very long time. Yeah, it's it's been for a few years now. And I've been going to doctors and trying to figure it out and see what's you know wrong. And I got a lot of the runaround for a long time. But they were giving you like extremes of yeah. one thing or the next. And you probably were like, what the hell's wrong? It was with driving me? me nuts. Yeah. I was all over the place specialist and this and that, but I finally found out that I cannot eat gluten anymore. I have celiac disease. Filiac, celiac <laughs> disease. Yeah. That's, that's uh, like how it boggles my mind that it took them so long to figure that out, knowing your symptoms, yeah. telling them what your diet is and then looking at the results. Like right. I, I'm just, I'm flabbergasted because, you know, I'd sit back the few times I saw you when I was working over at the warehouse, yeah. I'd be like, all right, you know, are you drinking enough water? Are you eating right. enough throughout the day? Like, yeah. it's, it, cause it gets hot in there in the summer. Right. You can yeah. get worn down really easily when you're spending 10, 12 hours a day there. Oh yeah. It can happen. Yeah, for sure. And I was doing those things. Like I was, I, especially the water, I drink like 10 waters a day to try to stay hydrated. And that's the thing I, whenever I was going to the doctors, it was like, uh, you know, all your numbers are okay. You're hydrated enough. Like it was never anything like that. So it was so frustrating for so long to just like be like, I know something's going on and you know, I could never gain weight. You know, I'm so skinny. And it's like, that's what they, they told me. It's like that it can cause you, I'm not absorbing nutrition properly. How, uh, but that just is crazy to me that yeah. the doctors never figured it out. I'll tell you what it is. Okay. It took the right doctor. Uh, Once I found okay. a certain doctor, she went above and beyond to like, you know, try to help me out. And it was like, I, she finally, I went to her a couple times and she kind of, she did process of elimination, did a couple different tests. Cause it takes, I guess, like a certain test to, to test for the celiac disease. So it's okay. like they ended up, she did that test with, according to my symptoms and, you know, gave me the call and said, yeah, that's what it is. So, wow. That's just so crazy. So that, that just goes to show you like when there's this, like, I, I feel like it's, there's this narrative right now that just like, they're like, 
trust whatever the doctor tells right. you. Trust whatever. Yeah. No, those doctors were prescribing you like anxiety meds. Yeah. Thinking that that, like that was part of the issue. And right. like, they don't know what they're, they don't necessarily know what they're doing. No. And they're getting you in and out and shuffling you around. Like that would just piss me off. It, it did for so long. And I'm telling you what, until I got to that uh, doctor that figured it out, it's like, I was getting so frustrated because they were yeah. just, all the other doctors, they were just writing me off. Like, yes, those are anxiety symptoms. And I'm like, I understand, but my body is like freaking out. Like I can tell I'm not anxious, but I wake up feeling like this. Oh, you got, there was that one time last week when like, it was the end of the, and I hope you don't mind me talking about no, this. No, I don't okay. care. So it was the end of the, the, the work day and I had come back over there. Nobody else was there and you were shutting yeah. everything down and you like, you damn near just like passed out. Yeah. You had like a head rush and you had right. to just like stop whatever you were doing. And it's, it should come as no surprise when you're eating like bagels and donuts yeah. and sandwiches like that, right. that's that's counteracting what your body should be doing right now right and that that's the thing is like i i knew just i knew something was off and i kept telling them like it's got to do with what i'm eating so and i you i try to keep track of like because i did that before where i wrote like, like a, a list yeah yeah but it's so hard to pinpoint because sometimes it's not as bad as other days. Sure. But I tell you what, I haven't had uh, gluten for two days now and, and I feel way different. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And I mean, it's still, I still have to, I got to go get other testing done and things sure. like that. But as of right now, it's like, I feel much better than I have in a long time. So well, that's good. Hopefully you're getting to the bottom of that because it's like, you know, there's been, you know, all this talk of, uh, you know, it, there, it's, it's important to stay healthy and stay yeah, on top of your sure. health. You know, you, you see how, uh, with, with the, the COVID and everything, how right. hard it impacts people who are overweight or not necessarily yeah. as healthy. Like it hits them much harder. And I feel like that's, that goes for anything. If it's the flu, if it's a cold, if it's allergies, like if you're not in a, a decent shape or good health to begin with, it's going to hit you so much harder. So like when you did have COVID Phil, right. You wonder, did those two things combined make it much worse for you than I, it would have been otherwise? I think it did because to be honest with you, with the COVID, we weren't like, because me and my wife had at the same time, she wasn't cooking a lot. We were getting a lot of takeout and stuff sure. because, cause that's what I noticed. I told the doctor every time I eat like takeout, maybe a day or two in a week, okay. which I'll do that probably once a month, like out of one month, I'll do, you know, a couple of days in a week. And it's like, I noticed that a lot of then pizza, pizza too, pizza yeah. was just messing me up. If I would have it for dinner, you always have leftover pizza. Sure. So I'd eat course. it for lunch the next day. And then I'd be knocked on my ass for like the next two days after that, where I was just yeah, like crazy, dizzy and out of it. So, I mean, it's, it's nice to get some, you know, answers with things cause it, it took so long, but that's, you know, it's, and it's a little bit different than having like a gluten allergy. It's right. Cause I, 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 at first I was like a gluten allergy. I'm not. And she's like, no, that's not what it is. It's like my body isn't properly like absorbing nutrition because I can't like process all that food. So no more gluten. And you know what though? I found already just like, uh, over the weekend, I found some decent gluten-free things. So, I mean, I'll, I'm going to roll with it. Yeah. It's a, it's probably the best time in history to have that kind of condition because there are, exactly so, what I said. there's so many options out there. People get creative because, yeah. you know, there's people in your situation where, Hey, gluten-free and on top yeah. of the gluten-free or the gluten allergies and stuff like that. And people right. just trying to avoid gluten because 
I can't believe that it, it, you, you wouldn't think something like that would have such a, um, such an impact yeah. on somebody's health. You know what I mean? And, and right. I wonder how many people are walking around. You're, you're in your thirties and yeah. you never knew this was a, a thing. And it's, it, right. did, did they say, does it develop later? And it can, yeah. It's crazy. It's, it's, and that it started happening to me when I was about 25 or so. And that, that's <laughs> it's like going on 10 years. Well, yeah, but in the beginning it's not so bad. Uh, so it's okay. like, okay, something weird is going on. But I would say the last two or three years is when it's been like, okay, something's not right. And I, I think though, too, it is a combination of that and like having a manual labor job and things like that. Sure. I bet you if I was sitting at an office job, like you wouldn't notice it as much, not as much. Right. right. So like, it's something where, you know, like I said, I'm glad I'm getting some answers finally, but hopefully, but it sucks because like I went to the donut shop this weekend and it's like, I got a coffee and uh, I they're got, like, Phil, what's it there? They're, they're, they're yeah. probably used to seeing you. Phil, what's wrong with right. you? Where, where, why aren't you buying any donuts? Yeah. And it's like, I got uh Calvin, my son. It's like, I got him his dinosaur cookie, his usual dino cookie. And I got a coffee and I'm like, eh, no donuts, but it's, it's worth it, you know, to well, feel better. Yeah, you, you got to, well, I'm glad you were able to get to the bottom of that. Yeah, me too. How are you? Cause we talked about this a lot on uh, the pure speculation po- podcast. How are you feeling confidence wise as we go into the holiday season here? You you're hearing the narrative. Yeah. Get your Christmas gifts early. Cause stuff's not going to be there. The inventory on a lot of items are just like completely drying up right now. Um, we've seen, we're starting to get caught up at work, but there's still, yeah. and that's, but that's due to adding presses, adding people. Yeah. Fine. I, I'm starting to see the, uh, like employment open up a little bit where I'm right. getting inquiries where we were never getting inquiries before. Um, so the first time in a long time, it feels like maybe things are shifting, but how confident are you that that is the case? And maybe it's just not something that we see unique to us right now because we are, it's, it's a little better on our end, but is that better overall for everybody? We're still, we still got gaps. Don't get me wrong. I I think it'll be better, but I don't think it'll be as bad as they're, they're saying, like, I think you'll still be able to find Christmas gifts and this and that. But like, I do think there's going to be certain things where it's like, if you didn't get it early, like, okay, the, the tickle me Elmo's and this and that, I'm thinking back to my childhood, but like that type of stuff, if you waited till the last minute, you might be able to find one somewhere. It's like, it's, I don't think it's going to be like that. You better, you better do your stuff early, but I don't think, I never think it ends up being as bad as they think. Yeah. Well, I think it's just because it is so, uh, it's, it's such a unique situation. We've never seen this before to where, you know, we know there's, there's, uh, there's product out there On on the West coast with these, um, with all the, the, the cargo ships coming in from, from China. Like we know the stuff is there. They just have no way to get to it. Right. And when they start talking about like, uh, well, we're going to go ahead and we're going to make this uh, a priority. We're going to put, uh, you know, with the unions there, they're like, okay, we're going to put more guys on it. We're going to put more hours into it and we're going to try to get this stuff out. But what's being underreported from what I can tell is the, um, the truck driver situation. Yeah. So they're saying, even if you get this stuff out, there's nobody to get it across the country because there's such a shortage of, uh, of the truck, uh, drivers. Yeah. And if you, if you think about it, it's like a lot of the, the younger generation right now, like kids in their twenties and stuff, especially like the early twenties, 
I don't. They're, they're not going to be long haul truck drivers. No, they, all of them that I know of, at least, I don't look at them and go, "Yeah, they're going to be a truck driver." Like, it's just. Not I'm sure the there's same. a few who of understand course. that you can make some really good money, and if they, yeah. if that's a unique situation for them where they're like, "Okay, this will work for me." But no, the majority of them are going to be delivering Grubhub and or driving Uber if they right. want to have a career when it comes to being behind the wheel. Well, listen to this. I was this just hit me. It's like okay. Everybody loves the van life, right? Sure, That's we what talked people about are doing last week. So why don't you just incorporate it into the job? There you go. You can be a long haul truck driver and go see the country on your uh, well, on you your ain't gonna fit much in a van. No, but I'm just saying you you're can saying, still drive a semi truck. Uh, uh, just like come at them. Go with see that the angle. sights. Yeah, like okay, you can go see the country, and you can. I yeah, mean, but there's not a lot of stop and smell on the roses in that situation. You've got these. You've got very right. very tight timelines that you got to uh, hit your your deliveries on a, yeah. in a timely manner. It's though if you get fooled into that narrative, <laughs> then you're going to be disappointed very very quickly. I think I think you could fool some of those kids into it. Does anybody <laughs> do? Does anybody even want to work anymore? I know that's that stupid question that every people just don't want to work. Well, no people, they want to work. They just don't want to work one as much. Yeah. And two, they don't want to feel as though they work for a company that doesn't appreciate them. Yeah. They don't want to look at what's going on at John Deere right now. They've got these employees who are, who have been on strike. Uh Uh-huh. They've taken pay cuts. Right. They, uh, the, the company meanwhile is seeing record profits Yeah, and they are rewarding their CEOs handsomely and it's not trickling down to the, uh, the hourly employee and they, they're sick of it and right. I don't blame them. Why are you, why are you going to bust your hump for this company that treats you like garbage? Yeah. I mean, and I think that's the thing is like, you're, you're seeing like a lot of employees now where it's like, they want to like take charge. And to me, I just don't understand because it's like, I, I, I'm, I guess I'm a firm believer with like that type of stuff where it's like, you can always leave, like go get a new job if you don't well, like it. That's what they're it. doing. Right. That's what they're doing. They're leaving right now, but that creates this like musical chair scenario where yeah. everybody's just bouncing from job to job. People are doing that job hopping where it's like, Hey, I'm going to go try this out for a few months. And when I don't like that anymore, I'm just going to quit and go to the next one. I'll probably get paid more or my benefits will be better or it'll be a better working environment. But why not take that chance? Like there's not going to be that situation where you work for the company for 30 years, you get a gold watch at retirement and you, you ride off into the sunset. That scenario is not happening anymore. And I, I kind of can't blame people the problem in, in that situation, but like the, um, you know, you've got these, that narrative that's being established though is really, really bad for small businesses because, you see this like pay people more, pay people more, yeah. pay people more. And we've had to do that on our end. But at the same time, like you can never compete with the Amazons of the world. You can never compete with even get down into like McDonald's and, and Chipotle's and those kind of places. Like we can't compete with those because our profits just don't correlate. Right. Like you will never make enough to, to bring in a staff that is going to be there and can say, turn Oh, I'm making a hundred grand a year. Right. It must be nice, but I, we can't do that yeah. here. No, I know. And that, that's, I think what makes it so hard is that all these little businesses, but a lot of times you gotta, 
you're going to get employees almost based on like convenience. True. Where it's like, you know, we've had employees before where it's like they're within walking distance or flexible um, schedule. Yeah. Flexible schedule, things like that. So it's like you, you kind of have to play those cards where I I know that we've always been uh, a little bit easier on the employees as far as like, you know, the flexibility factor. And I think that you have to, I don't think there's an option at this point. We used to get, I remember like putting out the help wanted signs. We'd get so many applicants and like we had six or seven people working over there doing all doing different stuff. And it's just not that way anymore. Well, I had a buddy of mine, his company, they're a bigger automotive supplier, yeah. a parts supplier. And they had uh, a young lady there. They were with them for probably seven or eight years. Yep. They paid to put her through uh uh, schooling so she could get her, uh, so she could be a CPA. Right. Um, as a, as a graduation gift, uh, the owner, uh, paid to have like her entire kitchen at her house, like demoed and renovated. Wow. She left. Yeah. She left like in literally like months after getting it, she left. Now is that who's, who is the shitty one in that situation? Is it shitty of her to take the job that maybe pays 15 grand more a year. Right. Or should she ride it out just because they did that? Like she no. didn't ask for that necessarily. Right. Like it's, it's such a double-edged sword because you want to help these people out yeah. as, as, as a, as an employer, but right. the loyalty goes both ways. Yeah. So it, it feels, and every time that we've done that with somebody where we give them a little bit more. Yep they don't stick around too long. No, that's what I was going to say is that you can do whatever you want as an employer, um, you know, or management or whatever, but you can't ever expect that like, okay, if I do this, that means they're, they're going to stick around. No, that's not the case. And most people, I know so many people out there where like just, and not like that have worked at our place, but just in in general. Yeah. Where it's like, they're like, I don't really want to go. I don't want to lose. I don't want to leave this job, but like, this is an opportunity. I can't, I can't help it. It was an extra, I think from what he told me, it was an extra 15, 20 grand a year. And it was all work from home stuff. It was all don't, you don't have to come into the office. I I think it was, I want to say it was one of those bigger companies like, uh, um, I think it was Salesforce. Okay. Gotcha. So that's what I said. I said, those kind of companies are going to start swooping people up because yeah. I, I would have a very hard time. Like, like for instance, if you tomorrow, all yeah. of a sudden you could go get a job where you worked at home remotely right. and it was going to pay you a hundred grand a year. Yeah. I know you've been with us for a long time, but I mean, gosh, that would be very hard right. to turn down. I mean, those oh, are just yeah. the reality and that's the reality of what we're living in with people so in, in such high demand and inventory being so low of the the working, uh, uh, just the workforce in general, like they will swoop in and make an offer that people cannot refuse. So then you're going to have, it's just going to be the destruction of small business in general. Yeah. And, but that's the thing is that the, and I would say this is the only bright side with this is that you are small enough business, at least in your situation where like, if anything ever like that did happen, it's like, you can run this place over here 
And you would just need like one other person to run the warehouse situation yeah. where like at least, cause I feel the worst for like the people who have about like 20 employees. Cause the same thing is going to happen to them. Right. And you can't fill all those positions. It would still be tough here, but like, no, I but think you it's probably doable. wouldn't get a mass exodus either. It's like what we talked about right. before. If you, if you have 20 people on staff, yeah. you lose two people. That's 10% of your workforce. Yeah. Over here. If we have six people and <laughs> right. two people leave yeah. now that the likelihood of that happening is still the same. Two people are yeah. two people, but right. then you're losing 33% of your I workforce. Know. Yeah. It's, it's rough. And that that's, I think you're going to see that more and more. I mean, there's, I don't think there's a lot we can I've, do. I've had such a hard time as a, as a business owner right now to determine what to do right. next. Yeah. Usually you can have the next one to five years planned out as a, as yeah. a, as an organization. And that, that will, that will change over time. But as somebody who likes to plan, I think that's very important. But like, honestly, right now it's just been, how do we stockpile as much cash on hand for the business yeah. so that when I'm not investing in new equipment, I'm not, Right. Um, you know, you're not going out. We might do some more retail and stuff like that just cause you have to have it, but yeah, I can't get stuff out the door fast enough right now. And neither do right. our, our, our partner printers that we use for, for, for some of the, um, overflow work. And as a business owner, it's never been that situation where I don't know if in five years we're going to be thriving or if we're going to be out of business. Yeah. Not because of anything we do, but because the demand is going to dry up or that our, right. our staff is going to dry up. Like, I don't know what to expect in the next five years. Yeah. And I think this is one of the first times ever where like, at least in a long, long time, as long as I can remember that, like the business owners are kind of like in a, in a nasty position where it's like, you always have the stress of, you know, okay, what's going to happen and this and that I'm not always in control, but right now it's like, you don't know what's going to happen. And people are saying like, if, well, if you don't, I don't care if you, if you don't want to give me what I want, I'm going to take off. And you're just kind of like, well, because in the next five years, it's right. like, you could literally be up shit's creek. Yeah. Why invest your time in training and, uh, yeah. and, and, you know, going through that whole, uh, process of like, let's, let's grow, let's grow, let's right. grow. I'm sitting back thinking, is it going to be me over at retail, Phil over at the warehouse <laughs> yeah. and that's all we've got standing in right. the next three to five years. Like that's a real scenario. And I keep playing that over and over. Am I better off yeah. just sitting back being by myself here at the, at every tale, yeah. no help whatsoever. Right. And just getting out as much work as we can handle instead of trying to say, bring in this person, bring in that person. And, yeah. and cause the, they'll leave. We talked right. about that. The yeah. reset button every three to five years, it's a reset Always button happens. on staffing. And, and, and now it's amplified, <clears throat> right? So it's and, only going to get worse. And guess what happens when you ask in that interview? So are you, you looking to make a career out of this? Are you going to stick around for a while? Guess what they say? They always say yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, if I can, if I can make a career out of it. I've had a few people be pretty honest in that situation. And yeah. I, I don't expect it, It's very, in this particular business, it's very <laughs> hard for more than a few people to make a career out of it. Yeah. Um, just because that, but, but it's, it's a good part-time gig. It's like it the is, flexibility, yeah. like you talked about, but I think as time goes on, it's going to be harder and harder to get those people in. And 
the the way the the internet and you know if we if people start getting into that uh, um, the the metaverse and stuff oh, like that yeah. if they're immersed in that like who knows what opportunities that's going to bring about there's so many people that at home just spending their time. Uh, uh, buying and reselling baseball cards now. Oh yeah, online. like that's a huge thing. I know. Like, and people quit their jobs over that. They right. I, I don't know how much these people are getting paid to sit around and do and post these videos and stuff like that, but they're quitting their jobs. I know, and they're just doing that full time. It's insane. I saw a guy a TikTok yesterday where this guy was just like. Uh, sitting there with his virtual reality goggles on in like a virtual world. And he just, that's takes, how he lives life. Yeah. He takes videos of that and then puts them on TikTok, And it's, it's just crazy. Brian laundry, Brian laundry they found him, man. That was weird. They found him. Yeah. Okay. They, they found him like his parents found him. Yeah. His parents found him, which was, which was odd to begin with. They got immunity. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's what happened. Dog the bounty hunter couldn't find him. No. The FBI couldn't find him. Right. Mom and dad found him yeah. within like a half an hour of the park opening or something right, like that. Right, exactly. Do you think do you think they had anything to do with it? I don't know. I mean, I, I think they knew what was going on. I think they knew where he was, but I don't know if they have anything to do with it. It's just, uh, but how would they know like that they're even, do you think they were expecting to find him alive? Mm. No, I don't think so. Because I, I think like somebody made a good point. I can't remember who I heard say this, but like they said that he was like an outdoorsman and sure. this and that. And it's like the thought of him being in like a little cell for the rest of his life. Uh, yeah, like that's, he that's probably, like, yeah, yeah, was like, nope, huh. not doing it. Do you think he was actually under the flower bed? No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Not at all. All right, so the case is closed on that. That's that's about all. I just wanted to wrap that up, coming full circle, because it started with the teaser, right? Leading up to last week, talking about uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter being off the case, and literally within like three days of us recording that podcast, they found him. Right, exactly. So I, you know, and they did they say that they found like skeletal remains? Was that all it was? I thought that's what they said, but that would be a pretty quick decomposition. That's what I'm thinking. Well, I didn't do my Would, research. Very no, I well, think so. I, I don't think so. I think they found. I think they said they 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 figured out it was him because uh, um, dental records. dental records. But that doesn't mean doesn't have to mean it's skeletal. <laughs> no, remains. I thought they said skeletal remains though. So I I you know what though? Like I said, I didn't do my research, but it's. I guess the case is closed. Sure, <laughs> let's close it up. Let's wrap yeah. it up just All like right. this podcast. But really quick, uh-huh. uh huh. What's your favorite Halloween movie? My favorite Halloween movie? My God. Probably, I would say uh, Halloween. Halloween's a classic. Yeah. Halloween's a classic. If I had to pick one. That that was the one as a kid that probably scared me the most. I loved it. That Mike Myers, uh, you know, just that blank face, the William Shatner mask. Right, yep. Um, doesn't get much classic. than that. Yeah. What about you? Is that... I, I would say that's probably... That's up there uh, from a modern standpoint. Yeah. Equally as terrifying, I think, The Strangers. Yeah, The Strangers is great. Strangers is great, and and I don't know if it's because... Like, somebody said, like, there's no... Is there no music in that one? In The Strangers? In The Strangers. No, like, there's music. No, like, it, like, there's no, like... There's music, because they played the song, yeah. right? But, like, music-wise, you know, like the... Oh, like, there's, so there's not like a score to it. Right. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think that kind of makes it feel a little more real. 
It does. And that and creepy, that was one where it's like, you're all they're alone in a cabin. It's like you can, people can relate to that. And it's like, everybody thinks that when you're out there, where yeah, you're like, Oh somebody, God. Yeah. You, you don't want to hear somebody knocking on the door no. in the middle of the night. I don't care who it is. Right. You don't want to hear it. I don't care if it's the, the little old lady looking to borrow some sugar. No, you don't want to hear that. Keep to yourself. <laughs> well, we hope everybody enjoys their Halloween weekend here yeah. uh, coming up because that's that's always a fun time of year. Hopefully it's some nice weather, not too cold, no rain. No rain. Uh, and you guys go out and do some trick-or-treating. But until next time, we will see you guys on The Disconnect. And don't forget, the struggle is real. <laughs> <laughs>